0: Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, Weekdays, 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Welcome back. Uh, we've got a couple of, of avenues uh, around the marijuana issue on explored explore today. After 2 o'clock, we're going to talk about the question of whether you should lie at the border. If you've used marijuana or if you plan to use marijuana once you can legally do so, Is it still something you should keep to yourself when going to the United States, if a border guard asks? We'll also talk about the issue of edibles, specifically uh, Sylvain Charlebois, Dalhousie University, uh, suggesting that, you know, that's maybe a part of this that's been overlooked, and we need to craft some more specific rules around how that's going to work. So we'll get to that as well. Uh, But some interesting poll numbers out today on how Canadians are feeling about legalized marijuana, how many intend to try it, who maybe haven't already, Maybe for some Canadians, uh, you can replace one vice with another. But some Canadians drink or smoke tobacco less and fill that void with marijuana. How do we judge those who use marijuana? What do we think about our, our family, our friends who use pot? So some interesting questions in all of this. Joining us uh, for more, very pleased to welcome the program here today, Daryl Bricker, president and CEO with Ipsos, uh, who conducted this poll for Global News. Daryl, thanks for joining us here. Welcome My to the program. Pleasure. Okay, so on the whole, I mean, what does this tell us about Canadians' attitudes toward marijuana? Are we fairly laissez-faire about it?
1: Yeah, we are fairly laissez-faire, at least uh, a majority of us are. I mean, there's still a, a group of the population that this is just not for them, uh, but there, I think we're, uh, even they are a bit less judgy than they used to be.
0: Okay, so that's one of the questions here, whether we, we think less of others who use marijuana. Where, where do Canadians tend to fall on that?
1: Well, about 55% say that they actually approve of their friends and family using the drug, and when it's legalized, uh, the number will actually go up to 63. So it's not uh, it's not uh, necessarily the social taboo uh, that it may once have been, and particularly as you make it legal, uh, the taboo aspect tends to drop away.
0: Uh, And it varies. I mean, we do see uh, variations in some of these responses. Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Quebec, 42% disapprove of pot use. It's only 28% in BC. So we do see some, some differences here, don't we?
1: yeah if if you live on the west coast and actually the east coast it, it uh people tend to, tend to be a little bit more uh um accepting uh but i think you know even those trends will will change over time as it as people uh as people become more familiar with um particularly as governments put in uh, um uh, 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 regimes for making sure that it's it's controlled and that the distribution is controlled and that there are strict rules in place uh that people will become more comfortable with it.
0: Another interesting question this this poll explores is whether more people are going to be inclined to, to use marijuana or even try marijuana after it's legal. What do these numbers tell you?
1: Well, they show us that there's, there's some people out there, particularly among millennials, uh, who say, you know, if I haven't tried it, maybe I will give it a shot. I mean, we're not talking about, uh, you know, huge numbers of, well, I guess when you add it up in terms of the total population, it would be large numbers. But, you know, uh, about 6% who say that, you know, I've never really done it, but I, I really maybe, start, maybe think about it. And particularly what's interesting to people who haven't used marijuana in the past is that smoking is not really uh, what is seen as the way to go. It's actually more trying, as you were mentioning in your in your intro, trying some, maybe some of the edibles or trying other uh, types of delivery mechanisms other than just directly smoking. So I think as people become more familiar with these sorts of things, you might start seeing a, a bit of experimentation.
0: It's interesting because the point about smoking uh, and, and the, the act of smoking, whether it's marijuana or tobacco, that there's, there's been some denormalization of that. So are, are people leery about the act of smoking?
1: Yeah, in fact, if they have a downside when it comes to marijuana, it is people's, uh, um, I would say, reluctance to believe that there will be no health effects, and part of that may be related to smoking, although obviously, uh, you know, marijuana itself and the active ingredients of in marijuana, they're worried about that. But yeah, smoking does not seem to be the way that people want to go on this, particularly people who are more interested in trial. And those people tend to be millennials, uh, women. Uh, and uh, And basically younger people
0: so the the appeal of edibles is interesting here,
1: yeah, uh particularly for non smokers. Um, and, you know, the smoking population is in decline. But when you start talking about edibles, you, you realize that, you know, the public's knowledge is not that deep. So depending on how they become exposed to it, what their experience is, uh, people may um, may be interested in, 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 in giving it a try. You know, the way I described it the other day is a little bit like, you know, Alice in Wonderland. You know, you're going to try, try something just to, particularly if you haven't tried it before, just to see what the effect is going to be. And, uh, you know, some people may uh, may decide that it should become part of the. Uh, their routine. Um, but uh, uh, what, what we see in this overall is that there, there is some tendency for experimentation, particularly among non-users.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it seems to me, broadly speaking, in Canada, we have uh, people who use marijuana, we have people who use alcohol or, or other substances, and we have people who use none of the above. So if people are trying marijuana, are we talking about people who are maybe replacing alcohol with marijuana?
1: Well, in fact, there's small numbers in terms of percentages, but the actual, when you look at the overall population, it would be, um, uh, it would be you know, some fairly significant numbers of people who are users who say that their smoking and alcohol consumption could decline as a result of the legalization of marijuana. So, I mean, we'll, we'll have to see what actually happens, but, yeah, there might actually be some substitution that takes place here.
0: Uh, but I guess we, we do expect that, we'll probably end up with more people using marijuana under legalization than than we do now. Is that the anticipation?
1: Oh, I I, I think it's unquestioningly that we will end up with more people using marijuana than are using it now, because the illegality was a significant barrier for people.
0: Very interesting. But we've also seen in some U.S. jurisdictions that have legalized, we don't necessarily see uh, an increase in usage among younger people.
1: Well, it's interesting. When you take a look at this, the people who are the most likely to use uh, marijuana today are younger people, but they're also the people who, who are most likely to say, if they're not, that they're going to give it a try. So it's, it's funny. You know, we, we have this idea of, you know, maybe back to Cheech and Chong in the 1960s and Woodstock and all the rest of it, that, you know, baby boomers would be the people who would be really, really interested in this. But, in fact, it's their kids and their grandkids that are most interested
0: yeah, fascinating stuff. Uh, much more uh, coverage on all of this at uh, globalnews.ca. Daryl, thanks for joining us here today. Appreciate it.
1: My pleasure. Thanks a lot.
0: All right. Daryl uh, Bricker is president and CEO at Ipsos, uh, did this poll on behalf of Global News. So th- there is still some, some stigma around marijuana use, people who don't intend to try it, people who don't think too highly of those who use it, uh, Canadians who say they have a lower opinion of even friends and family who choose to use marijuana. And one of the questions here, people who don't use marijuana now, what's your response? Now, people could pick more than one answer. There was, I respect the law. I'm not going to use it because it's illegal. Or I'm worried about getting caught. So that's a little bit different. I'm just not interested in in marijuana. And I've got concerns about health. So 77% of people who don't use marijuana said they don't use it because they're just not interested in it. 32%. Uh, say they got concerns about health. Doesn't seem like a healthy thing. Nineteen percent say it's because it's illegal and they respect the law. And there's five percent who say uh, they would, but they're scared of getting caught. So that's interesting. So how many more will use it once it's legal? And it's interesting too the the potential appeal of edibles. People maybe don't like marijuana. Don't like the idea of smoking something. Well, that would be one one option available, and it is in in states where they've legalized, but it it has a different kind of impact. So how do we ensure that people uh, are doing so responsibly so they understand how it's going to impact them? Uh, We'll get into that in a few minutes here. uh, Sylvain Charlebois at Dallas University has done some research on this question. He'll join us in a few minutes. We're back with more right after this.
1: Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.